Hello and welcome to the AIS Training Hall as we get set for what should be an interesting game between the AIS and the Adelaide Link Lightning, the defending champions in the nation's capital for the first time. And after last weekend doing a job on the AIS, it is, well, going to be a tough road for them to hoe to get over this very impressive Adelaide side. But as I speak to you, Mark Aston, it is interesting to see Tracy Gaham getting some serious work being done to an ankle which is turned in the warm-up. It is. It's uh, going to make it a lot more interesting and uh, you would assume give the AIS a better chance. Of course, these two teams played last week. The AIS managed to keep it close for a while but then ran out of puff. It was the second game of a very tough weekend for them, having played in Perth the night before. Um, so if Tracy Gaham's ankle is, is bad, really... The uh, Adelaide coach might feel like, well, you know, this this is a game we should win easy, so she might not get to uh, play much get to play much time uh, tonight, mm. and uh, that increases the chances for the AIS girls here tonight. But it, uh, yeah, it should be a good game. It does increase their chances indeed. But the other thing, which is uh, important to remember, that former. AIS uh, player Rebecca Duke did a job on them last week, scoring 20 points. Kayla Francis, who only graduated last year, doing a job on them of 19 points. And, of course, Jess Foley, who's had uh, such a strong career since uh, leaving the Institute, uh, scored another 15 points. So that was the uh, bulk of the 90 to 62 defeat that the AIS faced last weekend. I had a chance, though, Mark, to speak to the coaches before the start of the game. Thank you, and after a tough road trip on Doomsday Double, it's good news, players are fit, and hopefully you can get a bit closer to the Adelaide side, which did a bit of a jobbing on you in the second half last week. Oh, yeah, they clearly did. Uh, look, yeah, it's a hard double to play on, backing up on Friday and Saturday, we're the only team in the league that does it. But, um, you know, I think after the last time, we defended ourselves pretty well, but we fell away quickly after half. So there's a real challenge for the girls to match the intensity for 40 minutes tonight and freshen up during the week. And, uh, we've taken a pretty light week on the last few years while we've been so uh, let's hope they're ready to go. Well, we wish you all the best. Uh, once again, um, young Cambridge is just really uh, knocking up some huge numbers from, what is this, a one and a half year prior? Yeah, look, she's been consistent. You know, uh, and her minutes are building. Um, she's still, you know, as, as we know in the league, she starts to pick up a few one or two cheap ones, but we're trying to address that with her week by week. Uh, she's certainly a performance. What we need for this is we need three or others to step up and take a bit of pressure off her and open the floor up for her. We're knocking a few shots down the perimeter, and our successful moments this year have been that. We're knocking a few perimeter shots down, space starts to open up behind, gives Lizzie a bit more room to play. If we're not making the perimeter shots, they can you know, sag off a little bit and create some more problems for her. Uh, and then the physicality comes in, so yeah, no, she's doing really well. Well, well, Vicky, after a good win last week against the AIS, backing up on their home court, obviously you want to continue that momentum. Yeah, we do. I mean, they were pretty tough for probably three quarters of the game last week, and we're expecting to be a bit tougher up here. What is the main thing you're going to be working on tonight? We want to really concentrate on our defense and let that get off the win because one of the things that seems coming here have a problem with is playing 40 minutes, and I guess you'll be uh, addressing that right throughout the game. Yeah, we spoke about that before the game. This is our sort of one-off game. We don't go anywhere else after this, so we leave it all on the floor tonight. Well, all the next one. 
And the two teams are out at centre court now to start this game. It will be Caitlin Rowe, Stephanie Cumming. For the AIS, just trying to see the others out there. Kelsey Island is there. And 21 is Rosie Malt. And in the jump ball is uh, Caitlin Rowe. But it's the Adelaide Lightning to get first use of the ball as Jess Foley gets it. Takes it inside, can't come up with the layup for the Adelaide Lightning. And the AIS will get their first chance as they quickly come down the other end. Tess Magden is in there for the AIS as well. She goes back outside, gets it at the top of the key. Magden off to Cummings. Cummings, a three-point shot from the right to the left. Good straight start for the AIS. 3-0. Was indeed. Marino now out there with Gahan who didn't take her place for the National Anthem but is on the floor right now. Francis gets it from Marino over the top to Foley who drives baseline, kick out to Duke. Duke for three and it's all tied up with nine minutes, 20 seconds left to go in the first term. So uh, good three-pointers to start off from both teams so far. Foley replying there for the Adelaide Lightning as the AIS have it in the front court. Cummings down left-hand corner. They come back and move it right round to the right side to Ireland. Inside they go for Magden. Magden tries to put a shot up but uh, looked like she could have been fouled in the act of uh, trying to shoot that one. Nothing called but the uh, AIS will still have the ball from underneath. Malt will inbound it. Malt looking for somebody to pass it to and throws it away. In fact it's stolen by uh, Wildline Fever. Yeah by uh, Juki, who takes it down the other end. Back to Foley, Juki on the left wing. Pass down inside to Marino, back to Foley. Foley driving inside, back to Marino from the top of the key for three. And two threes started off for the Adelaide Lightning as they go up six to three. Uh, Dean Kinsman not happy with that play as they bring it down the floor. Put up a two from the top and a whistle's gone. And it may have been the uh, shot clock violation against the uh, the AIS. So Adelaide have got a back, Marino, to bring it down as they lead 9-3. Gives it to Francis on the right side, back to Marino, left to Foley, driving baseline, bumps off. Um, Malt, shot won't go for, and they get the offensive board inside from Francis, and it looks like Francis has been fouled by Malt for the AIS. First team foul against the Institute of Sport yeah, not bad normally they uh, shoot just so foul prone early but uh, they've got through the first two and a half minutes mark Francis at the free throw line and we finally have a point apart from the three, point, from three pointers don't normally see a game start with four three pointers, and very unusual second one drops for Francis, she's got fires to be leading scorer and now the Institute will try and Get back on the board. They came up with the first basket, but it hasn't been, been successful since. It's Ireland who dribbles it down, bumps off Marino, goes past it, down the centre of the court, off to Malt from the right side for three, won't go, and then Foley with a good defensive rebound will take it back for Adelaide. Down the right side, straight down the centre of the court she goes, and then as she tries to force off a pass to Juki on the left wing, she's fouled by... Madigan. Madigan. Yeah, just Madigan didn't have position that time. She was still moving as she got into the drive of Foley and that has seen her first personal. Francis gets the ball on the left lane. Oh, she does well to try and step around an old teammate in Caitlin Rowe. But Rowe does the rebound and kicks it left side to Ireland. Ireland goes half court. Moles on the right. Then it's coming in the corner. Back out to Ireland again. 
As they look around, over the top, it goes to Rowe, hand off to Ireland. Ireland for three from the right side, hits the back of the iron. It was tapped away by Francis, but Madigan's good enough to get back there. And Madigan will get the ball back. Work around the arc, goes to Ireland, then it's coming, coming. Goes to Madigan, who finds a lane, but Duke was not going to let her go to the basket and rejected the shot away over the baseline. Good defence there from Dukey as the AIS still have it. Malted with the inbound pass. On the left wing it is Ireland. Inside to Rowe. Turn around jumper from Rowe. Won't go bounce on the top but Malt with the offensive board. And he did a bit of an inside game going here. Malt goes back to coming. Off to Ireland. Left side finds Madgen. Looking for Rowe. High post. Backing in against Gahan. Turn around jumper from out top. Won't go. Dropped off the right and Foley with a defensive rebound for Adelaide. will bring it down the right. Dukey down to Francis on the baseline. Into Foley, driving at the basket. Nice little layup from Jeff Foley. She's got five for the game. The lead is 11 or 13 to 3, maybe? 13 to 3, indeed, for the Adelaide Lightning over the AIS. And finally, uh, Adelaide getting some inside points, but uh, the AIS need to get their inside game going and get some of the passes inside. There's nothing happening in there. Kayla Francis is just a big presence inside for Adelaide and keeping the Institute out of there. That's right. And, of course, the... uh, the most uh, destructive inside game player that they've got is uh, Elizabeth Cambridge and she hasn't hit the court as yet. So Cambridge now uh, just waiting for her turn to get on the floor. But in the meantime, the AIS need to find Rowe um, some space in the key. And uh, as you heard from uh, Coach Kinsman, before the game started, he was uh, you know, keen to see the girls try and... Uh, get a outside game going so they've got some room for an inside game well certainly both teams started with outside games that was for sure but uh, unfortunately the AS just haven't been able to make space in the key for their uh, well their one tour and going back out there you'll have uh, Roe back out there along with Jerry getting her first minutes Madigan and also Cumming and Ireland so it's the AAS with the ball from the baseline Gahan, Marino Francis, Duke and Foley for the Lightning as the ball brought down by Jerry, gets it to coming, goes back to Jerry now, they try to go inside to her as it's turned over, Foley gets a hand in there, the long range pass going to Duke and the ball just uh, rattling around on Duke's body that time as she was uh, unable to get it clear. It'll be Ireland to bring it back for the AIS. Comes down the left wing. There's a couple of players getting ready for the AIS to come in. Cambridge getting ready as one of them. As it's uh, Madgen on the left wing. Top, they move it to the right side. Cummings goes inside to Rowe. Takes on Francis underneath. There's a throwaway oh. pass and only finds Duke for the AIS. Who quickly gets it down to uh, Gahan, who we haven't really seen anything of in the time that she's been out there so far. Francis with a three from the left won't go. And Ireland comes up with a defensive rebound for the Institute. Down to Cummings on the right side. AIS gone into the zone in defence as Rowe tries to turn around jump shot, but she's just not found the range. I was watching him in warm-up there, Mark, and they weren't hitting anything in warm-up. I thought maybe that would be a good sign to go into the game as the ball goes Duke, Francis. Francis turns on the low post and lays it in. Yes, Francis got seven points right now. Ireland brings it back for the AAS, who haven't scored since they got their first basket. On the right wing against Marino. Gives it to Jerry at the top for a handoff. Coming around the screen was Madgen. Takes it to the basket, lays it up and just left it a little bit short and it drops off the ring. And Gaham with a defensive rebound will dribble straight back down the right wing. Foley at the top. 
gives it to Francis. Francis looking for somebody inside, goes to Marino on the left wing. In the corner is Foley, gives it to Gahan. Baseline jumper from her won't go, and the defensive rebound is good there from Madgen for the AIS. Long pass down oh. to Jerry, who just can't control it. Just a little bit too long for her, and well, we've got mass changes coming here for the uh, Institute of Sport. Yep, Gay's going out there along with Harrington, Cambridge, and oh, who was the other change they made? Malt going back Malt's into back, the game. Yeah. So, White Line Fever about to inbound the ball. Has to go long with good pressure that time. Finding Foley gives it to Marino eventually, who brings it into the front court. Foley on the right wing to Marita Payne, who's coming for the. Uh, yeah, Payne's got some height there. Yeah, she does. She? Was a former um, Dandenong player a few years back, and then went went to school in America, and now has come back and playing with Adelaide. So she gives them a big body inside, but of course Cambridge is in there right now for the AAS. So we'll hope for some inside game out of her. Payne gets the ball off the inbound pass. Marino for three from the right won't go. Cambridge with a defensive rebound quickly off to Gaze, and she gives it to Jerry to bring down into the front court. Left side is Gaze. Comes around a screen from Cambridge at the top. Tried to force a pass inside, but Marita Payne could easily knock that one away. Malt back to Gaze. Gaze with a three from the left wing. Won't go. Cambridge keeps it alive, though. Good one keeping that alive over the top of Payne. And it's outside to Harrington. Harrington right side of Gaze. Back inside is Jerry. Takes it at the basket. Won't go. Cambridge inside with a nice little rebound. Sticks it back yep. in. And the AOS finally score. Oh, after a long, long time. Cambridge has to be careful there. She was in the key for about six or seven seconds by my count. Oh, now Foley in heavy traffic gets it down the baseline to Gahan and the foul has been drawn out of Rachel Jarry. So Jarry with her first personal foul now. Three minutes and 11 seconds left in the AIS quickly rack up to 14 fouls as White Line Fever sits down and coming into the game is Woosnam who gets the ball as the air ball was short but Woosnam read it well running baseline kicked it out to Foley rebound goes into the hands of Payne and she's been fouled by no jump ball jump ball was four so gee another quick jump ball call too Mark I'm not (laughs) used to them they barely got their hands on it yeah off the side Jerry brings it back in gives it off to Harrington. Harrington brings it straight down the floor. Marina almost ran over it when she pulled up there. Malt goes over the top, but it was way too high for even the tallest player in the club of Cambridge, and it's over the baseline. So, AAS, turn it over again. A 10-point deficit the AAS have with 2 minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the first turn. It's Foley dribbling down the centre of the court. Gahan, right side back to Foley. Inside, just too easy. She goes to Woosnam for an easy layup. Woosnam gets her first basket just out on the court for Adelaide and it's 17-5. It'll be uh, Harrington bring it back to the Institute. Comes to the left side. Gaze goes to the right. Gives Cambridge off to Gaze on the right wing. Back to Jerry at the top. Now into Cambridge. Turn around inside from her and she's fouled by Payne and she should go to the line for a couple of free throws. It is two shots indeed signalled by the umpire. And it'll be Cambridge at the line to try and get some more points on the board because this <laughs> after that initial three, we've only had the uh, two from Cambridge a minute ago and now the chance for some free throws. So. Yep. And it's the first trip to the line for 
the AIS here. So hopefully they can uh, they can convert that as they do. I've got that right, haven't I? Yep. Yeah, first trip to the line. Yeah. And uh, yeah, first foul of the first, game first on Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaide. First one goes in, the second does it. Cambridge moves to three to three points for the game. AIS trailing by 11, 17 to 6, Adelaide lead with two minutes and ten seconds left on the clock. Inside ball, gets the pain. Outside to Marino. Marino drives right lane. She has to pull back. Goes to Foley, who drives again. Foley, beautiful move. And uh, hasn't she brought some skills back with her from the United States? Yeah, good, good uh, movement off the ball there, getting that one. Jerry, off to Malt, down to Cambridge, left side baseline. Oh, and Payne a soft, was, uh, soft well, That's foul. going to be the second foul on Payne. Mm. And only the second uh, foul against Adelaide for the Lightning. So It was a very soft arm on the uh, shot, on the shooting arm of uh, Cambridge. The ball was nowhere near dropping. It was as if she was trying to bank in a uh, 12-foot jumper. But this time she doesn't miss from the line. Makes the first, fourth point for Cambridge. As Bree Farley has come in as well for the Institute. Makes them both this time. So five points for Cambridge, the leading scorer for them. It's 19-8, minute 46 here till quarter time as Foley again brings it down court. Foley is just moving all over the arc. Goes inside to Woosnam. But Sam charges on Gaze and it will be a turnover. So minute 36 and it's 19-8. 11 points the difference now as the AAS looking to build up. Not too much pressure. In fact, uh, good work by Harrington, who gets away from Marino. Goes to Gaze. On the left side, it's into the hands of Farley. Over the top, goes to Madigan. Madigan waiting. Goes back to Farley. Farley, look away on the drive. Goes to Gaze. Now Farley gets herself in position. It was a long range too, though, as she had a toe on the line. It drops, and that was a well-played and well-executed offensive play mark by the AAS. Yeah, probably the best play they've had of the game so far, so it's a good sign they are improving as Marino goes to work at the other end against Harrington oh. eventually. Harrington... Uh, Did Harrington... Yeah, Harrington yeah, six was well. foul because Cambridge sort of reached in and slapped at it because uh, for a moment there I was worried that she might have been getting giving away a very cheap foul as Ireland checks back in for Harrington now. And that's the fifth team foul against the AIS for the quarter, so... It is Marino at the free throw line and makes the first to the fourth point of the game. Yeah, normally a, a deadly free throw shooter, Angela Marino. And she does make them both. So she's got five. We've got 58.4 seconds left in the clock as it gets going again. As the, it's Ireland who brings it down for the Institute, down the left side. Cambridge hands it off to... Farley, that is. Farley. Go back to Gaze into Cambridge, turn around inside and basket for Cambridge. And boy, as they looked a lot better with her out there in the centre. She's just got so much confidence there, the big Lizzie Cambridge. It gives them a big presence inside and she's yeah. using it right now and hasn't got any fouls. So that's a really good sign coming into quarter time. Marina on the right wing for Adelaide into Woosnam. Woosnam backing inside against a very small player. That was Ireland. Uh, Ireland. And manages to shoot over the top of her and Woosman comes up with the basket. So 15 seconds, one last chance here for the Institute before quarter time. As Ireland has it on the left wing. Farley runs around a couple of screens to the right side. She put up a shot from the top. From oh, that foot. Lovely shot from Farley. She's got four points. And that will be quarter time. 
23 for Adelaide, 14 for the AIS. It certainly looks a lot closer than it was looking a few minutes ago when the AIS sticks couldn't score for like seven minutes there. Down to a single-digit game too, 23-14. Leading scorer on the floor is, uh, well, it's equal between Kayla Francis of the Adelaide Lightning and uh, Elizabeth Cambridge of the AIS. Looking at the Adelaide uh, scorers, well, it's four points apiece, Foley, and also to Sam Woosnam, who racked up those four very quickly, working inside, I will note as well. White Line Fever has three, but I also missed out on Angel Marino, who Mr. has five. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then for the AIS, as we mentioned, Cambridge has seven. Then it is Farley with four, who uh, had two big outside shots, both of them with uh, toes on the arc, and then three points to Steph coming. That was the very first point of the yeah, quarter the first of the minute. game. It was very early and it was a long, long time from there. Probably a good seven minutes there before the Institute could get another basket. And uh, ironically, the team really did look a lot better in the last three, four minutes of the quarter there when Cambridge was out there in the centre posing a huge threat to uh, the Adelaide defence. Um, she got um, uh, Marita Payne to foul her a couple of times to put her at the line. Um, and finally, uh, some fouls started to come. The team started to look a lot better. They had an inside presence as, and uh, get, got that gap right down to just nine now, 23-14 at quarter time. So obviously, they've got a lot to work on there. Yeah, the turnover count, six to two uh, against the AIS. That's the real worry. On the rebounds, ten rebounds to the AIS, eight to the Adelaide Lightning. And then, of course, one block shot a piece. So, uh, uh, yeah, sorry, no. White Line Fever is the only one with a block shot. Sorry. Um, yep. Importantly, yep, fouls, and uh, this is the important one. It was five to three at the end of the first term. But Cambridge, without one, and we need important to keep her. Time. Yeah, need to keep her in the game as we're about to start the second quarter. Adelaide will have first use of it as Marino gets the ball off the inbound pass from Wisdom. And gives it back to Woosnam on the right side. Payne was in front of her. Goes to Marino, who cut at the basket and couldn't get the layup to drop. So Ireland will bring it back to the AIS. Uh, on, down the left side. Gets it to Farley. Farley. Oh, Farley. Oh, well, gap just opened up, so she goes inside. Shot won't go for it. Cambridge over the top, trying to <laughs> get the rebound. But Payne had the inside positioning. Long pass down to Francis, who lost control of it under the basket. AIS get it back, and there's a foul on... Yep, Mia Newley. Is it Newley, who's just come in... For the first time here tonight. Newly, Francis, Marino, Payne and Woosnam for the Link Lightning. And it is Ireland... Uh, excuse me. It's Ireland, Madigan, Camage. Gaze with the ball in a hand on the right, 45. Goes to Madigan on the left. It's Farley, the other player who gets the hand off. Fakes the three, then goes over the top to Madigan inside the Cambridge. And the help out defence on uh, Cambridge there. Gets Carla Francis her first personal foul. Yeah, she was, as soon as the ball went in there, the three of them They're came just over. They're onto her, which means the outside game should start to open up now for the AS, and they have to start to use that, otherwise Adelaide will just defend Cambridge out of the game, and they will have no avenue to the basket. AIS then, with the ball inside to Ireland, back at the top, they try oh, to yeah. force a pass inside, and well, it's actually That's come off the... Uh, yeah. yeah, it was tapped away by Newley. Yeah, Gaze was trying to pass it in. Newly got a handle on it, and a couple of the AIS girls thought, oh, 
it's gone. We've lost it, but no, nobody else went after it. Ais then have the ball inbound to Cambridge under the basket from right out front. Mm. Oh, just no rattled go. in and out. Yep, Gaham with a defensive rebound, so that ankle's obviously not troubling her too badly. As uh, she just dribbles it down court, as Payne goes right side, Yuli looking for Marino inside, and as Marino gets the pass in the low post position, she's fouled by Ireland, and that would just—that's the first on Ireland. Mm. As Steph Cummings comes back in for the Institute, and Jess Foley is back in for replacing Marita Payne for Adelaide. Importantly, no points scored in the first minute of this quarter. It's still 23-14 with 8.50. Marino with a big three. It was off to the right, and Madigan comes up with a rebound. Oh, Madigan pulled up in the backcourt there. Losing the dribble when she got to Marino. Had to give it to Ireland. Oh, Marino went in for the steal. Ireland gets it back. She brings it round to the left side now. What can she do? Gets away from Gahan. Shot goes up. Francis tried to uh, knock it down. And the AAS pull it back in. Farley doing some nice work on the baseline. Ireland and coming. Goes inside to Cambridge. And Francis has fouled Cambridge as Cambridge just turned basket sides and got Francis behind her. Every coach would love to see what Cambridge just did then. The ball came in. As soon as she got it, she immediately spun past Francis mm. and went at the basket. Yep. And drew the foul out of Francis as well. We'll go to line for free throws. It's, it was textbook basketball stuff that you'd love to see. Cambridge makes the first of the free throws. Eight points for Cambridge, who's what played in that first quarter, three minutes or a bit more? Four, she played 4-17 and is, after hitting two uh, shots... Sits down with nine points. Has been racking up double-double in, uh, I think, the last five games she's played, she has hit double-doubles for the AIS. She's certainly on her way to that. Caitlin Rowe has come in to replace her. Farley almost as a steal. Oh. And, in fact, they've ended up with it. Got it onto Newley yeah. before it Not went over the baseline. Good work there. And it's 23-16 at the same time. AIS the first ones to score as we've had two minutes to go, uh, two minutes into the second turn. Cummings has oh, it on the left Cummings wing. Oh, Cummings had opened Cummings. up for her. She yeah. should have gone to the basket. Yep, Farley back to... Uh, Madkin going to try to go inside a row and Francis comes up to the steal. Foley right side to Marino. Puts it on the floor, driving inside. Can't go. Back out to Francis. Three-pointer from Francis. Won't go too long. And the defensive oh. rebound from Farley. Ball loose, but it's picked up by Madkin who will dribble it straight down the centre of the court. Right side. She's got Cummings for three. Hand in there from Newley. I think deflected it. They've still got the offensive board though. Ireland gives it to, uh, to Farley on the right. They move it back to the right wing. Driving inside. Oh, Madgen just trying to force up a shot. She tried to uh, rugby league pass it out to Farley there when she got into trouble. Oh, what a huge, beautiful block, block though. Madigan making it up at the other end. That was a huge block on Gahan as White Line Fever and Monique Bally come into the game. Malt yeah. comes out as well uh, for Farley. Yeah, I mean, Farley did all the right things. They got the offensive board, drove it along the baseline, but just trying to jack it up when there's six arms over the top mm. of you uh, wasn't a good choice. Shot won't drop for the, instant, for the Adelaide Lightning. They still haven't scored here in the uh, second quarter. It's 23-16 as the Institute move it around the outside and an outside shot from Madgan won't drop. Francis with a defensive rebound will just dribble into the front court and set up the play. She tries to get it to Foley. Now does Foley on the left wing. Got Duke in front of her. Duke backing in against Ireland. 
pass inside for um, Bowley. Bowley, who's into the game. Shot won't go. The uh, Adelaide Lightning just have not scored in about three and a half minutes here at the start of this quarter, so the Institute staying with it. This Ireland dribbles away to the left wing. Oh, good work. Opens there. up. Used the screen and pull up jumper for Ireland. White line fever too took a swing then at uh, Madigan. She wasn't happy that uh, her man in Ireland was able to get away from her like that. And uh, interesting, down in offence, uh, White line fever is playing in that four role. But in defence then, she was caught in a one-two guard position and uh, she just got bit outrun then and uh, a good screen opened the door and Ireland went through to score. It's 23-18 now as have worked their way back into this. Well, it's just a five-point game with uh, six and a half minutes to go here till half-time. So, you know, Adelaide looked like they were going to run away with it. The, uh, so the Institute girls have done this tremendous job of getting back into it. Um, it's, you know, when Cambridge was out there, that was obviously the focus. But uh, she sat down for the last minute or so, and the other girls have kept the job going. Mm. So they're keeping it... Uh, close and getting it closer and closer so by half time who knows anything's possible mm. well we'll the, have uh, to see how things can uh, progress here 6 minutes 27 left to go leading scorer on the floor is Elizabeth Cambridge who stays sitting down here after this timeout, and you can understand why Vicky Volk wanted to have a chat to her link lightning side 3 and a half minutes without scoring a point because mm. yep. yep. they really do view themselves as uh, well, they're the defending, they're champions. defending champions and they want to do it again. Foley then brings it into the front court. Down the left side to Dukey. Dukey to Foley who cut to the basket and knocked away by Malt out of bounds. Adelaide will have it underneath their offensive basket. At the uh, eastern end of the court, it'll be Dukey to inbound the pass. Bowley, pass back to Duke, off to Francis. Francis back to Dukey, left-handed hook shot inside, won't go. Picked up by Ireland for the AIS. Off to Moulton on the right wing in the front court, and they'll set up a play now. Ireland at the top. Goes left side to Cummings, back to Moult, off to Ireland. Ireland goes around the screen to the left side. Moult on the left, looking to try and get the play inside. No, she'll just put up a shot from the top. Three-point shot from Rosie Moult, first basket for the night. She's on the board. And it's just a two-point game, 23-21. Adelaide. Looking extremely confident now, the AIS. Gahan drives on coming. Kick out to Francis, and that's the settler. Their first point's coming with five minutes and 35 seconds to go in the second term. That is a big shutout. Almost the first five minutes of the second term. Malt has it at the other end inside. She goes to Rowe. Hook shot. Oh. Hook shot from Rowe. Drops. Over the top of Bowley too, who's uh, no shorty. That was a big move there as Francis gets it low post. They're double teaming Francis, the AS. So they kick it out to Bowley now. She has all the time in the world, but it's off the back of the iron. Foley, she carried the ball. And uh, she just got up in the air, landed, and when she landed, she took two steps to step. Yeah. Well, she was looking for somebody to pass it Listen. off to and just couldn't find anyone, so took a couple of little steps there, and the AIS will have it in the backcourt. 25-23, the AIS back to within two as we hit the five-minute mark of the second turn. Oh, Ireland bad turnover. A bad yeah. Down to Marino, Marino. Back to Duke. Duke left. Oh. White goes, hits the underside of the ball, but I think it was... Coming, uh, it coming, was coming her across. first personal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, interesting there, did you see Jess Foley just ran at Ireland and that put Ireland off. The pass then went straight down to Rebecca Duke and uh, they were off to the race. Dukey goes to the line then. 
Just the second team foul against the AAS for this quarter. Mm, not an expensive one at the moment. No, no, that was way <laughs> off to the left. Dukey knows these rings as a, I think a three-year veteran of the AIS. I haven't got the stats in front of me, but uh, most of this, most of this club <laughs> is. I think Angela Marino wasn't, but played with the Capitals, of course. Yes, so they're working around now. Rowe goes to Cummings. Cummings got Malt in the corner. Malt sets up. No one went with her. Rattles off the iron. Duke pulls down the rebound and she's off to the races. Right side to Marino. Down the right wing. She stopped, paused, ran into Jerry. Had to go backwards. Gave it to Foley. Now inside to Payne. Payne back out to Marino who zigzags. Kicks out two. Duke for three. Rattles in and out. Ball and a Solid body clash. Ireland hits the ground. Cummings come up with the ball and Gahan looking a bit ginger. Coming. Bounce pass over to Joy and we're all... Well, no, we're not all tied up just yet. I got ahead of myself there because Duke made one. It's 26-25. Four minutes left to go in the half. Gahan actually went down at the other end as part mm. of that crash down there. But she's up and still playing on. Foley, then left side to Gahan. She'll put up three from the left. Left that one short, comes off the front of the ring. Great boxing out there. Yeah, did a great job and got the defensive rebound. Drills to the front court. Ireland, back to Cummings. Cummings calling somebody out. Just it to Ireland on the right wing. Want to see a bit more cutting action here. Oh, go into Rowe. Rowe hits it from the right-hand elbow. The AIS have the lead with three minutes 28. It's 27-26. And the crowd really starting to get into this game, Mark. Well, it wasn't the way we were expecting in the first quarter. Marino, left wing for Adelaide, looking to try and take the lead back. Foley on the right. It's got uh, Duke, uh, Gahan in front of her. Payne at the top. Off to Marino. Marino driving baseline. Oh. Down to Gahan, and Gahan hits the baseline jumper. Her yeah. first points for the game. 28-27. Yeah, it took 17 minutes for Gahan to get on the board as well. Mm. Oh, Jerry was at the top of the key. She had no one watching her there. Again, Ireland on the left wing. AIS have worked when they've been setting up their offence, but Rowe is finding a range. Another bang from the left-hand elbow. 29-28, and the score is back and forth. Marino then to, do, to Foley on the right wing. AIS in front. Foley going to work against Malt. Down to Juki. Juki turn around. It was oh, off balance. For what the a great wow. shot that was. Juki's third point for the game. She was way off balance. That was ugly, but as long as they six, go in... Six so points for the game, Mark. Oh, Juki, that time. That's why I'm fever. That's why we call her that, because she was just got to Jerry, expected, I think, Jerry to dribble away and just bang, crash into the body of Rachel Jerry. So, number of subs now as a row will stay out there, but Gaze, Harrington, uh, Madigan... And also Jerry are out there for the AS now. Have the ball from the side. Gaze goes down. Madigan just on the arc. Goes across court. Gives it off. It rattles out. Harrington can't get it to drop. Gahan does the rebounding and immediately gives it to Foley. Foley kicks it over. Marino fakes the three. She was taking on Jerry. She's gone to the ground. Knocked over by Jerry and will go to the line. Adelaide leading by one. 30 to 29 here as the second personal foul goes on Rachel Jerry. So what does the coach do? He says, Liz, get up there and in. Well, you got a minute 58 till half time. Might as well get her back in there. Mm. And uh, yeah, Jerry with two fouls will sit down. Mm. Yep, good decision. And mm. they, got the mis- the they got the mismatch there and Marino did exactly what she had to. 
take on the bigger player and uh, either go to the basket or draw the foul. She didn't get time to put the shovel shot up because she was knocked to the ground first. <laughs> so Marina makes both free throws. She's up to seven. And it is... Three-point ball game. Harrington who brings it down for the Institute. Left wing pass to Gaze. Knocked out of bounds by Foley. So the Institute will still have it on the left wing as Madgen will come across and look to inbound the pass. Finds Harrington. Harrington to Gaze. Gaze at the top. Being watched by Foley. As uh, Cambridge outside on the left side gets the pass. Back to Harrington. Harrington comes around the screen. Madgen driving into the key. Pull-up jumper. Inside is Cambridge. will get the offensive board. No. no. Dukey won it in the end. It's quickly off. Took it downfield to... Marino, Marino wait for a teammate. Back to Francis, Duke, left side Foley. Foley driving in at the basket. Forces up a shot from out front and it won't go. 32-29, Adelaide leading with a minute 16 to go here till half time. And it is Harrington that brings it back down. Madgen on the right wing for the Institute. To Cambridge at the top. Left side is Gaze. Going, drives left, pass into Rowe from the free throw line. Shot won't go, but Gaze gets the offensive board and Harrington will set up the play again. Inside the last minute now, Mark, what can the AAS do? They're three points behind, working around, still outside the arc. Rowe, Gaze, well, foul has An been called. Foul. Yeah, Madigan, I think, has been... Uh, Setting the screen, yep. yeah, moving screen. Yeah, well, that is unfortunate now. 49.3 seconds left to go. As the ball in from the side from Francis, who wouldn't be feeling as a stranger in this court, would she? <laughs> no, it's not that long ago she was here. As Marino drives down, comes back to Gahan, Foley from the left for oh, three. Bang. That never Nothing looked like that. it was going to miss. Six points the difference now, last 32 seconds of the half. Oh, Gaze, oh. she is gone. But uh, Harrington thought it was going basket side. It was going wide. And with 27.3, the AIS is throwing away all the hard work they did in this second term. Yeah, well, they got the lead a couple of times there. So 27 seconds, Adelaide with it in the backcourt. And they'll probably try and waste some time and give as little time back to the Institute. Marino brings it down. I Foley. don't know Foley's Oh, she's going just going straight at the yeah, basket. Yeah, well, if the goes. basket's open, you're Doesn't going to take matter. the shot. Yep, Foley with another one. She's got about nine points for the game. So AIS then probably last chance to score here until half time. As it was Gaze gives it to Madgen, drives oh. into the basket, and defensive block from Juki off to Marino. Marino with a second to go. Will she force up a shot? It won't go. Did the and foul get called? No. No. Nothing got called. Well, so an interesting time. no call there, Mark. <laughs> at the long break here at the AS Training Hall, it's 37 to 29. Adelaide, after having a big scare in that quarter with the AS taking the lead on two occasions. They go into that long break with an eight-point lead. And it was an eight-point uh, or a... Comeback. In uh, yeah. Yeah, the, it was 29-28 to the AIS. And uh, then they finished it off at the, the end of the half there. So, But, yeah, gee, the AIS got to take a lot of confidence out of what happened there yeah. in that quarter. They really played well. Leading scorer on the floor is uh, for the Adelaide Link Lightning, Kayla Francis. Then at seven points... To, uh, to Angela Marino, six points for, oh, I'm looking at the wrong, six points 
for White Line Fever, Rebecca Duke with six. Then, oh, two players with nine, too. I missed Jess Foley yeah, there. Jess Foley, yeah. yeah. That big three at the end there. Then it was four points for Sam Woosnam, who didn't add to her quarter time score. Six points. I said that already for White Line Fever. Uh, then two points for the 21 of Tracy Gayhan, who perhaps is a little bit. Uh, is a little bit um, hindered by that ankle injury she sustained before the game. For the AAS, Cambridge with nine, then it's six points to Rowe, who had a, a bit of a purple patch there in the middle of that quarter. Then it's back to uh, four points for Farley, then three points both for Malt and also Steph Cumming, then two points apiece for Jerry and also for Madigan. So at the long break, Mark Aston, it is interesting time ahead, but Adelaide just once again showed their control, their poise and experience there to just get it back out to this eight points. Well, it took them about four and a half minutes to even score in that quarter, and uh, the AAS had pulled it right back, and then, then the lead swapped a couple of times, and the uh, the last two minutes of the game, of the quarter the uh, Adelaide Lightning managed to blow it out to an eight-point lead, 37-29. But, geez, the AAS, uh, they played some great basketball on there and they looked really good at times. Some good performances there from Cambridge and Rowe uh, inside and some of the other girls outside. So there's uh, every op- every possibility this game could go right down the wire. Well, we hope so. We'll come back with a little the second-half action. AAS Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to the AIS Training Hall as we get set for the second half in what should be a very interesting game. This game tonight is a purple armband game. And, of course, the AIS wears the purple armbands. In fact, both teams wearing the purple armbands, purple being the internationally recognised colour for women's rights. And they wear this armband as a statement of respect for women, compassion to sexual assault victims, survivors and leadership against violence, uh, leadership against violence against women. It's a mouthful there, but it is the purple armband game. Yes, all the players are wearing a purple armband and a very good initiative, of of course, especially with uh, women's sport and uh, the Women's National Basketball League taking a big role in those sort of issues. So good to see them out here. Yeah, looking forward to the second half. The first half uh, really didn't... uh, the first quarter didn't look too good at all for the Institute of Sport as the um, Adelaide Lightning had built up what was a 13-point uh, lead there. And, uh, well, the AIS got back, took the, actually took the lead late in the second quarter before that late run from the uh, Adelaide Lightning uh, got them out to that 8-point lead, 37-29 to 29 at, uh, at halftime. So if the AIS can continue doing what they did in that second quarter, they're going to really make this second half a beauty. Both these teams, this is the only game they're playing for the weekend, so there's yep. no excuse to uh, start thinking about anything other than the fact that this is the game that counts for tonight, and let's go for it. So it's going to be Malt, Cummings, Ireland, Rowe, and Madgen for the Institute of Sport, who will have the first use of it for the second half. The third quarter is about to get started, and at half court, it is Madgen who inbounds the ball to Rowe on the right wing. Back to Ireland, looking to work, go to work against... Marino. Rose pass across court, knocked out of bound by Dookie and Cummings will inbound it from the left wing for the Institute of Sport. 
Ireland comes around the screen to the top to get the ball. Goes right side to Malt. Malt to Cummings in the right corner. Now into Madgen. Madgen against Duke. Back to Cummings. Cross court to Malt. In towards Rowe. Francis sticks a hand in there. Knocks it away. And it is Gahan who brings it down court. Off to Foley. Foley looking down underneath. And Roby. Francis just stopped. She was cutting across the key and just stopped. And the bath went straight out of bounds. Turnover against uh, Adelaide. Ray did a good job that time to uh, cut off that pass and force the turnover as Ireland brings it back. What can the shoot do here? They want to get a score here early in the piece. Nine minutes and ten seconds. Oh, tapped away. The inbound pass by Rebecca Duke and Foley brings it down the floor. Oh, Francis had an eternity there. Foley, Francis working down amongst themselves and it goes to Marino. Gives it to White Line Fever. White Line Fever tries to bank it in, doesn't fall. Francis does a good job falling away on the rebound, puts it back up again. It doesn't fall on a banking and, well, on a bank shot. And uh, it's the AAS again in the paint, out of the paint. Madgen drives baseline, kick out to Rowe. Oh, Rowe left it short on the iron. And it is going to be another turnover. Messy start to this second half, but whilst no one's scoring, it's uh, good news for the AAS. Foley using the screen goes into Francis, takes it along the baseline, and Francis comes up with the first basket. She's got 11, and it's 39 to 29 in favour of Adelaide. As Ireland will bring it back down the left wing, Marino watching her, and a charge, uh, a blocking foul called on Cummings, who yeah, Marino just ran into her. It was Cummings set off to mm. duck across court. And Cummings is called for the foul. Rose is down. Cambridge is back in. Cummings gets a second personal too. So yep. that is a concern. Yeah, there's four. The Institute was two. Juki, a pass aside to Foley, cutting at the basket. Left the layup short. So Cummings with a defensive rebound. Dribbles straight down court. Off to Madgen. Madgen driving baseline. Try to go over the top to Cambridge. Cambridge fighting for the ball down there. But the ball was down on the ground and Adelaide came up with it. Marino on the left to Foley. Right... Goes back to Marino. Going against Cummings. Passes out to Dukey on the right side. Passed oh. down to Gahan who had nice positioning. And as she goes past Malt, it's Gahan who comes up with another basket. And we're going to have a timeout called by the Institute of Sport. And Gahan just did exactly the right thing. Started side by side with the player. The ball coming over the top. She immediately moved to the basket side and there was no one in front of her as she made the shot. Yeah, it made it impossible for Malt to get back and defend it and yeah, an easy two, 41 to 29. Um, Starting to get away from the so institute So it's a 4-0 start here. Yeah. At, well, and they had that 8-0 start at, uh, finished to the quarter, so that's a 12-0 run, mm. which is almost up to their 15. They had a 15-0 run at one, uh, early on in that uh, first quarter. So, mm. well, first and third quarters have not been good for the AOS, so let's hope the fourth quarter is, uh, follows the trend of the first half. Well, we don't... We can't afford... Mm to have the uh, Adelaide side get too far in front though and remember at the start of the game they were nil all they're coming into the second half of the game eight points down indeed they are Malt is out so there are obviously some changes coming stays though they're looking for Jerry Madigan who's had a big game yeah. Madigan's got uh, well they've got two points for Madigan there 
And uh, I know that you've got Ireland with two, but the scoreboard doesn't. Well, there's a couple of there's a bit of conflict there on who scored mm. uh, earlier, but officially it's Madgan that got the two, and Ireland uh, has yet to score. Mm. So it is Ireland though who brings it down court for the Institute. Jerry off to Madgan. Madgan oh. pass inside. And now they've gone forcing, inside too quick. Yeah. Yeah. They they had set up on the left hand side, but instead they forced the pass inside, and Kayla Francis. Well, doesn't make the reverse layup. Gahan tried to pull down the rebound, but Jerry did well then. Cambridge carries it all the way. White line fever just <laughs> the way. throws herself at Cambridge, and Cambridge will go to the line, and that's why we call a white line fever. You've got to be careful down there because she will. A, she hit her head on the bat. The seats, the seats are very yeah. close underneath the basket. Hmm. So she's lucky to uh, avoid a bit of injury. Farley getting ready to come back in for the AIS. But she threw a whole body at Cambridge then. And Cambridge, giving everything. Yeah. Cambridge makes the first free throw. Rattled, hit everything on the way <laughs> through the net too. <laughs> she makes both. So it's 11 for Cambridge as Farley comes in and Madgan will sit down. It's uh, uh, Francis now to kick it off again. Uh, Marino getting harassed by Ireland. Marino. What's Marino got now? Three championships, I think. Two with the Caps and one with Adelaide as Foley. Yeah. yeah, nice jump shot from the low post on the right-hand side. And it's 43-31. Seven minutes left to go in the third term. As Farley has it on the left wing. Gives it off to Cummings. Trying to force a pass inside. Dukey knocks it away. Cambridge picks it up, though. Back to Cummings on the left wing. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Back to Jerry. Jerry. Puts it on the floor, dribbles to the right, banks one in off the glass. And Jerry's first points for the night as well. Oh, good work by uh, well, coming that time. The pass was going long, trying to get in behind the defence. Duke was down there, but coming just taps it over the side. So Adelaide have to reset now. 21 seconds on the shot clock as they restart. Francis, oh, they left Marino all open. Francis pulls down the rebound. Ireland tried to strip her. Francis is standing by herself, pivoting. On the elbow, she goes out to Foley, who gives it to Duke. Duke tries to knock down the three-point attempt just from the top of the arc as she makes the steal. No, foot Stepped on, on the, line. the line. So that's a that's a get-out-of-jail-free card for uh, the AIS, who turned it over as Gaze and Harrington come back into the game. Ireland and Cummings sit down. Ten-point ball game here with six minutes, 17 seconds. Gaze looking to bring it in. Goes long, finds Farley, who pushes it straight into Cambridge. Uh, I, I saw Francis on the ground. The points won't count, but uh, Cambridge is going to go to the line as Foley, who was outsized, just drew the foul. But what was Francis on the deck for? Well, I think when they, she went up to contest the ball that uh, was coming towards Cambridge, she just went down. She's oh, smaller. Okay. <laughs> Cambridge had the uh, advantage, knocked her down. And Inside Foley again. In. Oh, Francis slapping the ball away. Cambridge... Thought last she touch. wasn't last touch, but uh, the referees have uh, called it differently. White line fever and Gaze working together, and Gaze giving the uh, grey team a bit of a mouthful as she came into the back, into the well, into the AIS backcourt. Francis and Marino are trying to work it out now. Goes back to Gayhan. Still ten points. Gayhan ball on the floor. Oh, she got hammered that time. Gayhan gets it back, drives baseline, kick out to Francis. Francis for three on the baseline. Air ball and Foley comes up with it as the shot clock runs down. And Katie Gaze that time ended up on the bench of the AIS. 
Plenty of teammates there to pick it back up, though, as Harrington gets the ball off the inbound pass and drives it into the front court. Comes to the left side. It's uh, Farley. Back to Harrington on the left wing. Cross court to Gaze, in towards Cambridge. Uh, and they're too oh, one-dimensional Francis now. stepped in and saw that coming yeah. from a mile away. Got to use the outside game to get the inside game open. Marino driving at the basket, and it'll be a holding foul on Harrington, I think. I thought it's going on Jerry, actually. See, signalling it. No, Six you're right, That's a three on Harrington. Mm. Her third, so I expect she'll probably sit down shortly. So Adelaide from the left wing. Dukey with the pass, finds Marino in the corner. Dribbles back out of there to Duke. Duke looking to get Marino inside. Off to Francis, oh. put it on the floor, drive underneath the basket. Throws it away. Harrington is away to the run. Teammate on her right is Gaze, who then forces it back into Jerry. Shot won't go. Offensive rebound, knocked out of bounds by Gahan, I think. Bradley, yeah, uh, have it under the basketball down yeah. there. Francis sits down, Woosnam comes back in. Interesting play there. I think that was Cambridge who got the hand on that pass to force the turnover. Oh, three-point attempt from Harrington. Cambridge slaps it away, but it's over the uh, sideline. And uh, still a 10-point game with four minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the quarter. AIS need to rally here. A couple more defensive stops. But unfortunately, they've made a few already, but haven't got the ball down the other end, yeah. Yeah. Gahan on the right wing, looking for Foley inside. Great defence from Farley, knocks that one away. Jerry drives it down the right side. Oh, Duke Duke gave away an early foul there. Very early foul from uh, Duke. That'll be her third personal. Just a third team foul, so not a shooting foul. It was well before the shot. Farley will come out and Cummings comes back into the AIS. And Vicky Vork wanted, no doubt, to be able to rotate that bench through. But the AAS has not let her right throughout this game. Yeah, there's a couple of their players haven't been out there so far. No. Cummings has it off the inbound pass. Tries to find uh, Harrington in the corner. Marino knocks it away out of bounds. AAS still have it from the left side. And Cummings will inbound it. Goes oh. uh, poor pass, but it luckily came to Cambridge. Back out to uh, Gaze. Drives inside. Tries to force another pass to Cambridge, which is knocked out of bounds by Adelaide, but they're mm. forcing. Yeah, but they're just and forcing into Cambridge, and they're having open looks outside, and this time the ball, I thought it was going to be a blue ball, but it's gone to Adelaide. <laughs> I thought he called blue ball, actually. Duke gets it in the right corner. Pull-up jumper from about Dookie. 17 feet. Knocks it down, and that's the first score in about two minutes. It's been a while. Harrington will bring it back to the AAS. 45-33, Adelaide leading. Harrington dribbles to the left side. Goes to the baseline. Pull-up jumper. Oh. Too long. Cambridge keeps it alive to Gaze. But the shot clock didn't reset. The important thing here. Coming. Goes out to Madigan for three. Rattles off the iron. Oh. Cambridge has slapped it away, but Marino came up with the slap. Gives it to Foley in the front court. Foley, zig, zag, dump over the top. Woos them. Ball stripped away. And I think Cambridge over the top picks Just it over the baseline. Yeah. Three minutes and 36 seconds. And although Adelaide are in control, it's still extremely interesting. Gaze is down island, comes back in. They're not using Cambridge's height properly. No. All these passes they're trying to force in are too low. You know, put it up in the air. Let it get it. Foley with the ball. Back to Gahan. Left corner is Marino. Uh, Jerry's got her fourth foul here. Yeah, went straight over the top of Juki. Is it her third? Sorry, her third. She just 
muscle straight over the top of Juki then. Third team foul for the AIS this quarter as Rowe looks to come back in for Jerry. Or Cambridge. For Cambridge, right, oh, okay. And Madigan's going to come back in as well. Well, that should be for Jerry. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So they just need to get AIS off this Cambridge focus that they're on. Yeah, or, or use it properly. Yeah. Woos them on the left, on the right the wing. Three. Three won't go, and Dookie keeps it alive to Gahan. Jump oh, ball. another very quick call on the jump ball there. It's going to be Adelaide. Adelaide ball. gets it, but Gahan was just looking, going, You've got to be joking. We hadn't finished wrestling for this. Give us a chance. <laughs> Woos them then, inbound pass to Marina on the right side, back to Woos them in the corner. Dribbles back out of there to Duke. Duke tries to force the pass into Gahan, and it was. Uh, Madgan stepped in and stole it. Cummings drives oh. straight down the court, lays yeah, it in over the top. Huge layup. Cummings with the basket. Well, it's back to a 10-point ball game now with inside the last three minutes and turnover Foley goes to ground, tripping over players. Cummings, who gets it back again, tapped away. Who did that? White line fever. Who else? Cummings well, hits the deck. that's four on Dookie. Yep. That is four on Dookie. She's got to sit down. Well, there's two <laughs> subs to come in. And her white line fever, no surprise. Was well now she'll be the nicest girl in the world. She's across that white line. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets the red mist descend when she uh, hits the other side of it. Inbound ball, Madigan. Who else came in? We have uh, the tall tower Payne in Payne. And, and I didn't see who else came in then. Two players stepped up. Oh, Francis came back Francis in for Wilson. Francis back in, yeah. yeah. Shot didn't drop to the AIS, so Foley will bring it back down court. 2.38 to go here in the third quarter. Certainly is interesting. Marino back to Francis at the top. Foley working way on the right. Gets free enough to get the ball. Looks to use a screen from Francis. She'll put up a shot from just inside the oh, three-point line. Yeah. It was only a two. So Francis with 13 points. That was just too yeah. easy, wasn't it? It was. They worked that nicely between her and Foley. Now, Ireland needs to be knocking them in. If they're not going to mark up on us outside the arc, Madigan drives down the right lane, but trying to take on Francis and Payne, She's always pushing the barrow up the hill. Yeah, well, right now, Francis and Payne are about, both about the same height who've got a mm. huge advantage in there, so got to use something from outside. They haven't put up many three-pointers lately. No, that's right. Really? Uh, oh, and again, another, tapped away. pass. Rowe going at it, but Marino will get the uh, ball in, in contest there, in dispute. She brings it down. Kick out to Foley. Over the top, Francis. Francis oh, tried to get herself basket side, but Whoa. called for big travel there as Madigan gets her body in into the way. That was good work by the AS. Another defensive turnover, but they're just not scoring points. One minute and 49 seconds left to go in the quarter. Farley, who's just come in for Cummings, gets the ball left side to Harrington coming around the screen. Goes back to the left to Madgan. She puts it on the floor, drives inside, oh, and throws out a pass. It fortunately, was picked up by Ireland. Gives it off to Harrington, and Harrington makes the outside jumper. It's 47-35. Nine points. The Yeah. A quarter to three. So it's back down to It nine. was a three. She's yeah. outside, yeah. Marino going for three, and that is all net from Angela Marino. She was happy with that one. She's tried... A couple of shots tonight and it hasn't come off, but that time it was all net. The AAS have to rally here in the last minute as Farley works around to the right-hand side, fakes the handoff, then kicks into the corner. Madigan drives on Francis. Kick out. She intercepted by Foley. 
and that was exactly what the AAS could ill afford. Marino now gets the long pass in the front court, drives in, and Farley is going to be called for a foul. Just her first. Yeah. But it can ill afford that because that's the 15 foul, so Marino goes to the line. And Malt, Malt comes is. in for Harrington. So 50 to 38, 51 seconds to three-quarter time. But the, they've got a one-dimensional play, it seems. Yep. We drive, drive along the baseline and try to jack out a pass, but you've got to be smart of where you're passing it. And they haven't been too smart mm. lately as Marino at the free-throw line makes them both again. Marino with... Shift to about uh, 12 she, points. Yep. As, as Ireland brings it down. Yeah, Malt, Ireland. Then it's left side, Madigan. Gives it to Farley. Farley sees an opening. She's forward, back. Row. Oh, they're pushing that one pass too many as eventually a travel is called on Madigan. She just tried to slide that foot a little bit too far and the ball actually got stuck between the backboard and the ring. So time is just being called by the referees who are trying to get... Um, oh, they're putting a foul. Oh, they're putting the fourth foul now on Rebecca Duke. So um, the fourth foul now going up for Rebecca Duke. Which was uh, yeah, a couple of minutes ago. So, yeah. so they, they perhaps missed one somewhere along the line. But uh, Nicole Island... Just uh, up there trying to make sure everything's right. As uh, Well, we have this slight break in play. Might be an opportune time to go through the scores. Leading scorer on the floor, Kayla Francis with 13 points. 12 points for Angela Marino, 11 for Jess Foley. Then it is 8 points for Rebecca Duke. Then it's 4 points apiece for Sam Woosnam and also for Tracy Gay-Hahn. Then for the AAS, Cambridge with 11. So I don't know if she's had enough time to get enough rebounds for a double-double, even though she's been electrifying on the uh, scoreboard. Then mm, it's she, she had four at half-time. So. Yeah. Um, so it's four points then. Uh, sorry, six points then for uh, Caitlin Rowe. Five points for Harrington. Uh, no, sorry, five points for Steph Cumming. Then it is three, four points for Farley, three points apiece for Ireland and Malt, and then it's two points for Madigan. As we have Gayhan Francis, Foley Marino, and also um, and also, well, this is interesting. Oh, they're about to put the foul up now, which will put uh, Adelaide into the bonus. I thought... It, well, well, actually, I, what I, are we I going here? Marino just well, shot two. It looks two. like your hand's preparing to shoot free throws. Oh, no. Uh, I think they're just uh, inbounding. It's just the way they've lined up here. 35.3 seconds to go anyway. Adelaide will have the ball underneath their offensive basket. The inbound passes to Payne. Back to Foley. Well... This is what's happened. Payne with a baseline jumper won't go. Malt with a defensive rebound for the Institute. Gets it to Fee. To Ireland Farley. now. Back Farley to Ireland. Ireland. Yep. And Ireland will bring it down. Malt, uh, Madgen off to Farley. Farley dribbles away to the right. Pass inside for Rowe. Another travel. Took a travel. 
Then the pass yeah. in the end just went to the ref. She needs to turn, get to the basket, turn at the basket and attack it. AIS just, uh, are just throwing any opportunity of this game away. And uh, I can see Dean Kinsman is getting extremely frustrated because of it. As well, great a good steal. steal. Three seconds to go as Ireland drives down. Left-handed layup. It'll go to count. 50 to 40. Ten-point game at three-quarter time. Well, what a end of that quarter as uh, Ireland did it all herself. Stole it, it, yeah, stole it off Marino. And, and then beat a path down the line. The grey team just having a, uh, a bit of a Movember moment there as... Uh, Two out of the three look like they're celebrating Movember. But uh, at the long break, a 10-point ball game. And, uh, well, just... It's interesting. The AIS not out of this one. Of course, the other two games tonight, which uh, are underway... Well, one underway already. Sydney versus Canberra in Sydney. And then Townsville versus Bulleen is the other game that is on tonight. So It'll be played later on tonight, yeah. Yep. Of course, the Sydney uh, camera game... The ABC2 uh, will game? ...will be fairly early on in that game right now, so... Yep. I'll try and get you some updated scores whilst, um, well, you talk about a team that you haven't seen. It's a completely new AOS team, Mark Aston, that, uh, you well, know, well, and, I've, and, I've, a, and a new... Uh, yeah, and, and a new coach too, is it? That long since no, you were, no, you no, were here, Dean's first year? I have year? seen Dean here. Yep. Before, but yeah, well, even the Adelaide team's a new team, although most of the girls I've seen playing for other teams, and yeah. <laughs> and of course here well, in most the, the team, most of the girls play for the AS. Here we go with the stats. It'd be interesting to be a fly on the wall at that conversation of the great team. Just looking at some of those now, turnovers 23 to 13. The AS uh, turning over 10 more times, block shots two a two apiece, then fouls. It's um, eight fouls called on... No, sorry. 13 fouls called on the AS. 11 on Adelaide. Looking at rebounds, 24 to 28. The AS out-rebounding the Adelaide Lightning. Shooting percentages at the moment, 40% for the Lightning from the floor, 34 from the AIS. At the free throw line, both. Seven from eight. As we start the final quarter, 10-point game, Adelaide leading. AIS will have first use of the ball, as it will be. Farley to inbound it. Ireland, Cambridge, Jerry and uh, Madgan, who got the pass. Goes back to Ireland. Ireland inside to Cambridge. Back out on the left wing to <laughs> Farley and Dean Kinsman wanted, uh, I think, something to happen inside from Cambridge, but she passed it outside and they did... Ended up turning it over. Foley back at the other end. Payne left side to Marino. Back to Foley at the top of the key. Shoots it over the top. Three-point shot won't go. Oh. And inside a foul on Francis. Who, um, Not sure what that was for, though. Do a push. Oh, they called her on a push. I didn't see it myself. Yeah, she was fighting with Jerry for position underneath the basket. Mm. Was well away from it. It was pretty innocuous, but that's the third on Francis. As Ireland brings it back down the right side. Farley. The pass into Cambridge. Turn around inside. Cambridge with 13 points of the game. Equal high score. Eight point game. 50 to 42. As Marino brings the ball up the floor. Goes left side. Gives it to Woosnam. Woosnam 
Stephen Foley going in the turnover as Madigan gets a hand in there. Farley comes up with it, hands off to Ireland. Ireland brings it down the right-hand side of the centre circle. Goes to the left-hand side now and gives it to Madigan. Back to the right, Farley. Right 45 is Ireland, then goes back. Oh, false start on the takeoff by Jerry there. Travel called again. I think uh, that's about the sixth travel we've heard called tonight. Been far too many of them, whatever it is. Mm. Far, far too many turnovers. Of course, they do leave the league in turnovers. But uh, well, Adelaide bring it back down with, with Marina. Still an eight-point lead though. It's Foley on the left wing. Gahan to Woosnam. Woosnam takes on Cambridge. Pass back out to Marina on the right wing. Marina driving in against Ireland. Passes off to Gahan. Francis Lopez won't get the pass. Gahan tries to take it inside. Great defence. Cambridge got a hand in there. Gahan lost it. Oh, they take no. it down court. Just managed to save it as the pass was behind Gahan. Oh, Cambridge and gets the rebound Cambridge and draws the, the foul. So, Jerry's shot as she came back on the hot path, got it back, goes inside to Cambridge. Cambridge tries to put it in there and uh, she is fouled in the act of shooting. Gahan's first personal foul and an interesting call now. White line fever goes back out onto the court as Gahan sits down. I guess that shows that Vicky Hawke is uh, a little bit concerned about how this one's going. I'd say so too. As Cambridge makes the first. 14 points for the game. Now the top scorer on the floor. Second rattles in and out. Francis does the rebounding. Immediately gets it on to Foley. Foley brings it over the half court now. Goes right side to Duke. Oh, straight down to Foley who cut at the basket and no one was watching the pass. That was good work from Foley and it's back out to a nine-point ball game. Eight minutes left to go in the match. White line fever almost got a cheap foul then, given away on it. On uh, Madigan at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Madigan oh. forcing a pass inside. and Again, they're forcing it. They're not putting it up high enough. Francis has it on the right wing on her own. She'll pass it back to Woosnam. And Adelaide will look to set up a play. Leading by nine, Woosnam to Francis against this much smaller player. Oh, rejected by Jerry. Jerry, great defensive play. And Ireland brings it back down. Cross to Madigan, off to Farley takes it inside. Shot won't go. Cambridge with the offensive four. Jump ball. Not sure who's going to have that one. I think it'll be Adelaide. It's Adelaide, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course, we started the quarter. So Gahan comes back in for Francis. And Cummings comes in for Madgan for the Institute. 7.33 to go here in the game. 52-43, Adelaide leading. And it's Foley to bring it into the front court for the Adelaide Lightning. Right side's Marino. Down to Gahan. Gahan to Foley, cutting inside. Passes off, gets called for the charge to Foley. Foley, well, that was a Laura Summerton. What me, if ever you've seen one. Of course, Foley and Summerton played together here at the AIS. And uh, she had passed the ball off, heard the whistle, looked around. What was that for? What me? What me? <laughs> what me? <laughs> so Ireland then will bring it back to the Institute. Second personal on Jess Foley too. As Ireland gets the hand off that time. Goes back forward, gets a good screen from Jerry, but doesn't go in. No one went after it, though, and Jerry gets the putback. Jerry now gets to six points for the game, and it's 52-45. Seven points the difference here with six minutes 55. Foley doing it off her own back as she just hammers at the basket and banks it in. Yep, she uh, is having a way inside. She's got 15 as the Institute bring it back. It's Ireland. Dribbles away to the left side. Now comes back to the right. 
Left side, and she oh, finds Farley. Oh, shot, Farley. Into Jerry. Jerry, turn around inside. <laughs> Put up a shovel shot oh. then. It was off balance. It was ugly. Didn't go. Marino passed to Gahan inside at the other end for an easy yeah. layup. And you can see yeah. why oh. Dean Kinsman is taking that timeout. Interestingly enough, the AS with no team fouls this quarter, but Adelaide on three. However, they have just choked on some very simple baskets here, the AIS, which is uh, now seeing them 11 points behind. They, they, at times they look so good, and then other times they uh, show their age. Completely, <laughs> completely frustrating, that's right. But uh, they are playing well, and if, if they could just play some more, and play, they've got Cambridge out there, who's a huge advantage when they can get it to her. In yeah, the right th- they've just got to get it to her in the right context. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, pushing the pass inside because she's there is not the right move. They've got to open it up, use that perimeter, and then get her so that it's at at, at worst a one-on-one, then go inside and hopefully she can finish it off right there. If she can't finish it off right there and then, she can of course then go and uh, open it back up again and by kicking it back out to hopefully, if it collapsed in on her, a player who's got time to set for the three. Mm. I don't know. It seems like a simple game basketball. It does. <laughs> Sounds very simple to me. Hey, I had to get the ball from the baseline. They're 11 points down with six minutes and 26 seconds left to go in the game. So good time out there from Dean Kinsman. So Jerry will inbound the pass to Ireland. And Ireland will be marked by Marino. She brings it down the centre of the court. Gives it to Farley. Farley back to Cummings. Uh, Cummings. Cummings to... Ireland chucked inside another poor pass from Farley towards Cambridge and Dukey will bring it back for Adelaide so another turnover against the Institute of Sport Marino on the right wing for Adelaide using Gahan in front of her dribbles towards the centre and we're going to have a blocking foul I think on Ireland Harrington comes in for Farley now yep yeah, Island Court. That's just a second, though. So Adelaide will have it underneath. That's the first team foul. Woos them with the inbound pass to Marino, right wing. Three pointer from out there is all net from Marino. She's got 15 for the game. Ties her with Foley for the lead in scoring. And Island will bring it back to the Institute. They need a basket now. Cummings, right side to Harrington, off to Island. Island to Cummings in the right corner. Cambridge is in front of her. They can't get it to her. Jerry. Called for another travel. She took off. Got the ball at the top and tried to drive at the basket. It's called. And Jerry's out of there. Her Madgen's back in. No, her Island's off. And back in's gaze for the Institutors. Wisdom gets the ball off the inbound pass for Adelaide. Foley back up. Dukey back to... Wisdom, Wisdom Gahan to the left side finds Wisdom inside to Foley, turn around jumper there, it won't go for him, Madgen with a good defensive rebound, off to Harrington, Harrington straight down the centre of the court, Madgen to Cummings on the left side, off to Harrington, throws it away, Wisdom, Wisdom on her way to the other end of the court, shot won't go, the layup and the follow oh, up from puts Duke, it back was in. It? Yeah, she got the help out, so getting 10 points for the game now, is Rebecca Duke, who, uh, just looking at the stats, she had uh, three rebounds going into this quarter as an air ball at the other end 
sees another turnover and I think uh, nothing Dean Kinsman can do other than to call for his third timeout of the half and sit him down and just say, girls, you are really letting this one go. Well, the, the, the tactic's right. Get it to, make, to uh, Cambridge inside, but uh, <laughs> Cambridge isn't that uh, tall. And, well, uh, and, she's and you've not got to direct it at her. Yeah. <laughs> not and just throw it 20 feet to the right of her. And the other thing is, watch for who's breaking away to intercept the pass, because a lot of times the inside ball has just been read foley, or Gahan has just read it perfectly, come in and easily slapped it away or taken it off him. Stepping in there easy, coming up with some easy steals. And well, 4.49, the lead is now at the 16, probably now. One of the largest leads of the game. <clears throat> it would be the largest, I think 15 was, or 13 was the early lead. Yep. Four minutes, 49 seconds as Gaze, Harrington, Madigan, Cambridge and Cumming go out onto the floor. It's Duke, Marino, Foley, Gahan and Woosnam. As uh, there was a long buzzer there. I'm not sure what that was for. But uh, Woosnam bringing the ball up on Madigan. Gets the half court. Kicks it over the top. Duke. Duke look away pass to Woosnam. Woosnam thinks about a three-point attempt. She's held onto the ball for a long time. Duke. Fading away, jump shot is short as uh, coming. Oh, oh, threw the ball away into the legs of Cambridge and now it's over the baseline and AIS have turned it over once again. They did all the good defensive work and then just couldn't control it in the end, yep. so Adelaide get it back. Duke Foley oh. bounces it off the back of Cummings. Layup won't go for and Cummings stays there and gets a defensive rebound for the Institute. It's a good work. And Harrington will bring it back down. They weren't punished for that one. Harrington on the right wing. Cambridge in the centre, left side to Cummings, down to Madgen on the left, back to Cummings, right side is Gaze, Gaze down to Cambridge, but she's outside, put it on the floor, pass off to Gaze, two seconds on the shot clock, tries to force up a shot, Gahan got a hand in there, Foley to Gahan down court, Gahan's layup, she'll be fouled by Cummings, Cummings third, three on Cummings, two minutes and 55 seconds left, not a bad position to be in. As uh, well, it is going to send Gahan to the line. Certainly made Adelaide work for it here. They have indeed. But uh, just haven't been able to finish it off here in the fourth quarter. As Gahan goes to the line, free throw, first one is good from her, seven points so far for the night. The second one is also good. So she's got eight, there's going to be a substitution. It'll be Michelle Joy Joy. getting her first time for the night as Madgen sits down for the Institute. (coughs) And Harrington will bring it back into the front court for the Institute. 63-50 to 45, the lead for Adelaide as Cambridge goes left side to Gaze. Down in the corner is Joy. Bullet pass outside to Cummings who goes inside to Cambridge and... Yep. Three-second violation against Cambridge, who sits down. Oliver comes in for her first, Kate Oliver, for the first time as well tonight for the Institute of Sport. 3.39 to go. Marino will bring it back for Adelaide. Foley on the right wing. Being watched by Gaze. Woosnam comes across and sets a screen. Gets the ball off the pick and roll. Oliver defending her. Woosnam left-handed hook shot won't go. Oliver defensive rebound. Quickly off to Harrington. Harrington down the right side. For the Institute of Sport, they haven't scored for quite a long time, and then 
Harrington throws the ball off the back of Wisdom's arm out of bounds. Institute will have it from the left wing. Good example tonight for anyone that gets to see this game tape on getting up in the face and getting in the passing lanes because Adelaide have been doing it. Oliver, left-handed jump shot was a long-range two-point attempt. She had a foot on the arc and it is 63-47 with three minutes left to play. As our Foley, easy as you like, she lays it in. She's been the big difference here in the fourth quarter. Huge difference. 17 points for Jess Foley and has really hit another gear. As, oh, great work. Harrington gets away from Marino, but the shot doesn't fall. Gahan kicks it back to Marino now. Marino for three, rattles in and out. Gahan brings down the rebound and banks it in. Gahan with 10. She's in the double figures. 20-point game now. 67 plays, 47. One redeeming feature is uh, Adelaide scored 90 last week. They've held them in oh, way below that to uh, to a much better score. Although coming wants to close it up, drives down to about 12 feet, puts the jumper on 45 degree angle on the left hand side and nails it. Wisdom back in the front court, back to Dookie. Inside she goes to Foley, backs against Gaze, shoots over the top of a weight go. Oh, Gay's going for it. She had the no. um, Foley's not happy. She didn't get the foul called. Gayhan's going to travel for the long line. I, no, it's going no, to be no, from the baseline. And time time called by Adelaide. Mm. With so a minute fifty-six to go. To Gay's first personal. Foley was absolutely ropeable that she didn't get the foul called uh, her way. But then uh, Gay's after doing all the hard work to stop Foley from getting the shot off. Um, unfortunately came back and gave away a pretty soft foul on uh, Gayhan. Tell you what, 2018 uh, point margin doesn't really do the Institute of Sport uh, justice, justice tonight. No, no. They, they played better in patches than that. Unfortunately, their highs are high and their lows are absolutely woeful but still at this stage. They have their spells where yep. it just uh, hasn't worked for them tonight. Looking at the scorers, though, it's Francis Marino with 13 apiece. Of course, Foley leading on 17. Then 10 points apiece to Duke and also to Gahan. Four points for Woosnam, the only scorers for Adelaide so far. Then it's Cambridge on 14. Seven then for coming. Six points apiece to Rowe and also to Jerry. Five points for Ireland, then three, uh, four points for Farley, three for uh, Malt. As Adelaide inbound the ball, Woosnam foot just inside the arc, but it doesn't fall. Duke goes after it and gets it back. That's the determination, the white line fever. And um, well, Foley puts up the shot at... It was almost an air ball. <laughs> Came off the back of the board, missed the ring altogether, and Oliver with the defensive rebound. Harrington in the front court then. Minute 36 to go here in the final quarter. Right side oh, coming. Foley with a steal off Oliver. Drives down the layup, will go for Foley. She's got 19 for the game. And Oliver will inbound to Harrington. 69-49, expect that 20-point lead. Harrington, right side to Malt. Back to Harrington. Left side, she finds it's coming. Using the screen from Oliver, but uh, didn't have any room to go anywhere. And then oh. tries to throw a pick and roll pass that uh, went straight to Woosnam and another turnover against the Institute. 
Inside the last minute, Woosnam puts it on the floor, drives inside and lays it up. Gets so eight points Woosnam. for the game now. And it's, a, it's 21, uh, 22 points the difference here. 50 seconds left as Harrington goes over the top. Now normally the AS want to stay within 20 points of all their opponents. They go to Cumming. Cumming dives at the basket at the low post. Shot doesn't drop. And the foul on Cumming now. That'll be her fourth personal. And fourth the team, team foul. foul as well. So they won't be walking the floor just at this stage. The Elite coming out there with 37.9 seconds to go. Yeah, I think, I think you go. might as well. Yeah, it's not going to cost you that much, is it? You're already down by 20, uh, 22. Marino driving at the basket. The shovel shot finally lands. Marino finally got one of those 17 for the game. Coming was in. One last chance here for the Institute. Malt gets it on the left at the top. Puts oh. it on the floor, drives down. Off to Oliver. Shot from outside, won't go. And Juki gets it back in the front court. Inside the last 10, Woosnam will dribble it back out to the left side. They're going to set up for one last shot. Woosnam will take it. Won't go, ball tipped around. Dookie jacks it back Mm. up. Foley, shot won't go. Three opportunities there to build on the lead. That stuff's up your average, doesn't it? It it (laughs) is, for a few of them. And that's the final score then. Adelaide winning 73 to the Institute of Sport 49, but... uh, yeah, a little bit of injustice there that it's a 24-point margin. The AIS played uh, a lot better than that and a lot better than they uh, probably did last week, on their, uh, which was in Adelaide, of course, on the uh, mm. second of the Doomsday double weekends. Well, an interesting game indeed. Looking at the scorers, Mark, and uh, it's an interesting scoreboard for sure. It is Jess Foley, with, uh, which she ended up with 19 points as the leading scorer for the Adelaide Lightning, uh, I think, way in... Was absolutely superb. 15 for uh, Angela Marino, although I've got her on 17. Um, 13 for uh, Kayla Francis, who uh, played well, was uh, had a moments as well. Uh, Dookie with 10. Um, defensively, did lots of other things as well. Mm. Uh, Gahan had 10. Six for uh, for Woosnam, um, or maybe eight. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's I, a slight discrepancy yeah, between you and Marino there. For the AIS, then, top scoring was Cambridge with 14 points. Uh, seven for, uh, for seven, who's coming. Six to um, Jerry, who probably got most of those in the final quarter. Six also for Caitlin Rowe, probably got those in the second quarter. Didn't really mm. see much of her in the fourth no, quarter at right. all. Yep. Um, Five for uh, Kelsey Island, four for Bree Farley, three for Rosie Malt, and two for uh, Madgen and Oliver for the uh, AIS. But uh, yeah, in the end, Adelaide uh, just got away with it at the end, 73 to 49. Well, once again, Dean Kinsman, a team that their highs are extremely high, but their lows are just uh, woeful. Yeah, I could uh, probably sum that up in that phrase. Um, look, it's, you know, we're trying to, trying to get a handle on that, where it comes from, where the woeful parts are, whether it's in rotation or whether it's starting, whether, you know, like restarting, and we just haven't got that mental application immediately. But again, having said all that, you know, I think we're all within eight, with eight to go or thereabouts, and, you know, to go down by 24, and really it was that... Um, unforced errors, not adjusting to their defensively, they were playing more in the lanes and more open players inside and 
you know, we just didn't capitalise on that, didn't take opportunities, missed fast breaks, missed shots underneath it. And then that tenses up and, you know, a couple of better players um, do a good job down the stretch on us and, and hurt us. So, yeah. Defensively, a much better effort. Uh, what's that, 17 points better than yeah. the Doomsday double game. But, uh, yeah, just looked like uh, when you got Liz out there, they were very one-focused and Adelaide were having an easy time picking off those inside passes. Oh, I don't think we threw the ball to her very well, to be quite frank. You know, we're throwing the ball... At five foot six instead of you know eight foot six when she's got her hands up, um, so I don't think we're very smart with some of our decision making and passing to her. But it was a focus still to throw the ball to her because we you know when we played them last week and, and again tonight where we're hurting them they're going to throw a second and third man down at her and that's exactly what we wanted. And then that was the the play was to go in and then come back out again and then you got the spot up shooters facing the rim. You know, you make two or three of those, as we said before the game, and knock a couple of perimeters in, and then all of a sudden something starts to open up for it back underneath again. But we just threw uh, three or four really errant passes, and uh, they just picked them off too easily, and then and then we lost focus with it. Mm. Well, getting close to that Christmas break too, Dean, so uh, hopefully it won't be uh, too bad to run home. Well, breaks aren't good for us, because we, uh, you know, uh, we kind of lose, lose our momentum, you know, because like, senior players can keep... Their focus is through because they're just conditioned to it. Um, a three-week break for us is uh, well. We'll see how they go when they come back. You know, hopefully it might be just rejuvenate and they're just into it. But we've got a couple of really important games coming up. We've got Sydney twice and and Townsville here. We've got two home games to go. And we play reasonably well at home. Um, we've got to get some more scores. It's as simple as that. Well, we'll let you work on that and catch you next time out here at the training hall. Thanks very much. Well, Vicky Volk, a good solid win in the end, but uh, you probably didn't get to do uh, as much of your bench players as you would have liked. No, that's right. I mean, we play the people who are playing well, and that's what we always go by, so everyone in the team knows that. That goes from the first player to the tenth player, so that's just the way it goes sometimes. Now, we call one of your team White Line Fever. Do you want to guess who that is? Monique Bowley. No, Rebecca Duke. <laughs> Rebecca Duke. Yes, I mean, she's really tough out there. She's such a strong, she can guard anyone from the one player to the five. So she's really stepped up this season, so we're looking for more from her. It is interesting, though, because uh, one thing you're able to do is stop that feed into uh, Cambridge and really got a lot of insteps there. Yeah, I think we got it right in the last quarter. So <laughs> we'll take that. But what happened in the second? They got the lead. Yeah, they did get the lead. We always knew they were going to be tough up here. So um, it was our goal to keep them to a score tonight, which we beat by a few points. So we were pretty happy with our defence. We really knew that we could score and weren't worried about our offensive end of the court. We took this game as we wanted to get the defensive end done. Well, what about for the uh, run to the Christmas break now? How are, you sh- how are you happy with the momentum you're building? Oh, yeah. We've got ca- going to um, next week. We've got Canberra on Friday night, so we haven't met them yet. There's a lot of talk that we're going to be, you know, the teams to beat, but we play them Friday night, so it'll be good. And then we've got, I think, another trip away to Melbourne. So we're looking forward to it, and hopefully we'll go in with a with a good percentage of wins. Well, we wish you all the best, and I guess we'll see you back here next week. No, we're in Adelaide. Oh. So, yeah, so, no, you can come to Adelaide if you like. <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to it. Thank you. With what they saw, just an update on uh, Tracy Gahan. It was just a, a niggle on an existing injury that she sustained in the uh, game. Where did they play that game in the regional? Mount Gambia. And she actually uh, she hurt the ankle there, but uh, this was just a, a tweak, if you like. Well, she played 35 minutes, yeah, 30, no, almost 36 minutes it's yeah. out of 40. It was no <laughs> real problem is what she said to me off air. Well, if you, if you play almost 36 minutes out of 40, uh, mm. yeah, it can't have been. And we were kind of hoping it might have been an issue, but it wasn't in the end. But, uh, yeah, it did get some wrapping. But 
Mm. Well, yeah, neither coach would be too happy with those performances. I mean, they had good moments, but there were too many bad moments, too many off moments. And, uh, yeah, for uh, Adelaide, who have high aspirations to defend their title, uh, not the performance that they would like uh, against the team that's on the bottom of the ladder. Um, for the AAS, well, they are young girls and uh, they have their moments. They had some brilliant moments. That second quarter was absolutely ex- you know, very, very good um, where they got back in and from a huge deficit, got in front and really made a game of it and made, made it good. But, but they couldn't too many, too many bad points and too many... Uh, um, I'm not sure how many turnovers there'd be. 30, 31 turnovers, and uh, um, I'm not yeah. sure what the three quarters. 17 to the. Uh, what was it? Eight in the last. So that makes eight in the last quarter. Um, it, that's just far, 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 far too many. Well, that's 16 points, to, isn't it? Yeah, they, they, they need to do uh, to really work on that. And a lot of those were just silly passes, trying to force passes inside, mm. trying to do the things that uh, you know if they put a bit more thought into where the passes were going. Um, it would have been a lot better, but they, they, they had their moments um, and they just couldn't finish it off, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I, I thought most of the girls did a, did a pretty good job, mm-hmm. um, but they had had their off moments. While for Adelaide, Jess Foley uh, taking over in that final quarter, um, I think was the big difference between the two teams tonight. It was indeed. It was an interesting game. Just uh, we've had a chance to get a sneak preview at the 2009. WNBL calendar and uh, some great photos in there of various players in the league and of course Tess Madigan, the uh, star of the Institute and had a big game tonight with uh, two points and uh, also Christy Harrow. A lot of Smiths in this one, Shelley Hammonds, Eva Apiaki, Abby Bishop and uh, a lot more. Yep. Uh, of course Emily McInerney and all the, uh, uh, all the ambassadors yep. of the uh, WNBL are featured in this one, including Tracy Gahan, who we've just been talking about tonight. So the WNBL 2009 calendar <coughs> on sale now. Available at all venues, 15.95, and uh, yep, it'll support your team, it'll support the league, and uh, they need it. So yeah, and well worth them. It's it's a beautiful production, it really is well done. Is indeed. Well, tonight we saw an interesting game, to say the least. The IS has certainly had their moments, but Adelaide, in the end, were too strong, taking the victory 73-49. to 49. On behalf of Mark Aston, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you a, a very good evening. <laughs>